Here's our sports news for today, Wednesday, 29th September. I am Curtis Morton. We begin with cricket. A meeting of the Nevis over 35 cricketers was held at the Eatwillet Park on Tuesday, 28th September. The meeting was ably chaired by President of the Nevis Masters Association, Franklin Cut Daniel. At that meeting, it was confirmed that the annual Luther Kelly Over 35 tournament has a proposed date for this year of 23rd and 24th October at the Edgar Gilbert Sporting Complex situated at Molyneux in St. Kitts. This year, it has been proposed that Nevis field two teams, the defending champion team referred to as Nevis Team A and a B team. There will be a St. Kitts team and another team based in St. Kitts. In light of this, a call is being made to all interested 35 and over cricketers on Nevis to show up to practice sessions at the Eatwillet Park, which will be held Monday to Thursday afternoons of each week, leading up to the tournament commencing at 4.30 p.m. Practice sessions will commence on Monday, 4th October. Meanwhile, in some sad news, Cricket West Indies yesterday expressed his sincerest condolences to the wife and family of the former CWI manager of marketing and communications, Imran Khan, who passed away on Tuesday morning in his native Guyana. He first joined the then West Indies Cricket Board as media officer for the West Indies men's team and performed the role with distinction for five years. He left to pursue other interests but rejoined the organization in 2012 in a management role. CWI President Ricky Skerritt paid tribute to Khan. Imran Khan is a former senior management employee at Cricket West Indies. He loved cricket and he loved working with the Caribbean cricket media who all highly regarded him and his work. I had the opportunity to work with Imran while I served as West Indies team manager several years ago. I found Imran to be a skillful professional and an effective servant of West Indies cricket. He continued to be an ardent team supporter even after he left CWI to return home to his native Guyana. I've had the privilege of being in contact with him since. His advice and wisdom were always welcomed. On behalf of everyone at CWI, I wish to send our sincere condolences to his wife and family. May his soul rest in eternal peace. On his return to Ghana, Khan worked as the director of the Department of Public Information. At the time of his passing, he worked in the communications unit of the country's opposition party. CWI extends its prayers and thoughts to his wife, Tamara, as she makes a full recovery. And in our feature story, we stick with cricket. Not for the first time this season, Punjab Kings paid the price for losing their nerve at the death. After failing to score any boundaries in the final four overs to stutter to 135 for six, their own death bowlers leaked a combination of four fours and three sixes to the power hitting of Hardik Pandey and Kyron Pollard from the 17th to the 19th overs, rending the last over unnecessary as a 15-minute sequence turned a tense chase into an easy win for Mumbai Indians. Hartick made Kings pay for giving him an extra life on 7 in the 14th over when Bra spilled a relatively straightforward chance above his head trying to intercept a cut at backward point. With momentum swinging ever so slightly to Kings after the fall of Tiwari in the 16th for 45 to leave Indians needing 40 of the last 4 overs, Hardik stole it back by flicking Mohammed Shami for 4 and 6 over the leg side in the 17th.
Pollard then drove a pair of misfired Yorkers from Ashdeep over the offside for 4 and 6 in the 18th before a trio of boundaries from Hartig of Shami clinched the match one over later as the winning runs were spilled once again over the rope at long on by Huda. Summary scores Mumbai Indians 137 for 4, Tiwari 45, Hartig 14 not out, Decock 27, Pollard 15 not out, Bishnoa 2 for 25, Beat Punjab Kings 135 for 6, Makram 42, Bumrah 2 for 24, and so Mumbai Indians won by 6 wickets. In our feature, Carlos Brathwaite, in his role as commentator, joins other commentators to speak of the significance of the win. We were expecting this at some point, Abe, so this would give the Mumbai Indians a lot of satisfaction, but it didn't come without its own nerves and some amount of uncertainty as to where this game was heading. Absolutely. I mean, didn't have the start the kind that MI would have wanted. Uh, the middle overs looked a little dodgy as well, to be honest. But then, uh, in the end, then we've been talking about uh, Hardik Pandya and, and MI missing Hardik Pandya, and I think uh, this is what it was. I mean, you have someone like Hardik and Pollard together, I think that makes no sense. And, and today, obviously, both of them got together and finished it off the MI way. Mm, you know, it didn't come without its little bit of luck, Carlos, didn't it? Hardik Pandya dropped a couple of times. There were the ordinary field, but I mean, Mumbai, take it. So Fortune favors the brave, and um, they thought he had good intent throughout the innings. And um, you could see that earlier, um, you know, he wanted to get in and he wanted to bite his time or bat a few balls. Richie was afforded with chasing a score of 130 or close to 140. It was by no means a 160 trap. It wasn't a 160 chase either. So I think it was smart cricket on his part. You're not in the best of form. Use a few balls, get your eye in. We all know what you can do at the back end, and I know that this innings will give him a lot of confidence. So, whilst he had a couple of chances, he can't bat and feel, fortunately for him. Um, but he'll be happy, and that will do a lot for the Mumbai dressing room. Mm. Do you still think this is a team with significant questions about it, and you're still wondering whether they're going to go all the way, or is this just the kind of result you need to make them dangerous in their remaining three fixtures? They've got Delhi Capitals up next, tough opposition, then Rajasthan, the Sunrisers, deep. Thoughts? What does this result do for MI? Uh, well, I'm sure they're going to reflect back on this result and say, you know what, this is the second half of the season, and this is, I mean, this is where the, I mean, IPL belongs to to, to Mumbai. I mean, the way they've they've played last few years, a few seasons. So I think they're going to get a lot of confidence from this this victory, and and take it forward because I mean, listen, that they're too good a side. Uh, they have good enough. Uh, players there to win games and, and win tournaments. So, I think we're going to reflect back on this and say, you know what, now is our time and this is when we start. Yeah, I think this will give them good momentum going into that big showdown with Delhi Capitals. And I'll say, if they beat Delhi Capitals, then Mumbai will be the team to watch because Rajasthan not in the best of form. Um, San Jose is propping up the table at the moment. Um, and if they can win four games going into the playoffs, everyone knows the juggernaut that Mumbai is in the second half, um, as Deep mentioned, um, and they will be a team that will be feared. So this can potentially be a good momentum shift um, for Mumbai. But if they lose against Delhi Capitals next mm. game, um, they may start to wonder 
what do they need to do to qualify and then all of a sudden you start to take too far ahead so if they do win against Delhi Capitals um, yeah be up for me boy. that's our package for today I am Curtis Morton wishing you a really wonderful day